don't want it to get too heavy. I feel really overloaded. I'll say it again. The Will Smith slap is our generation's Vietnam. I'll contradict that saying. It's more like uh, the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. We can agree to disagree. Yeah. Hold on. I don't know if you're picking up. Like, can you talk a little bit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yeah. No, you're actually fine. Yeah, we were just talking about the Bryson Ellis podcast. Um, we do, like, a podcast we like and dislike in equal parts, depending <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just can't stop listening, because he's... Uh, my favorite and He's least favorite guy. public figure of all time. Your favorite what? My favorite and least favorite public figure <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Uh, I was watching. Yeah, he gets lamer sometimes, year by year. It seems. In some ways, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like that he used to bring up the simulacrum kind of like sarcastically, and now he literally talks about the simulacrum. It. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. Like it's a given too. Like, yeah. Now we all concede that there, we live in a. Sim- I made him sound kind of like a, a pasture, but uh, <laughs> we all concede that there, we're in a simulation. And then his producer's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I just again, like I don't. People ask more and more, like, "Hey, just talk about movies, please." Yeah. And he's more and more like, "Well, not, I will not be going to the movie theaters anymore." He's like, "No." One, for one thing, I don't believe in COVID. Number two, I won't be going to movie theaters ever again. I will never be leaving my house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also disagree with him on that at this point, that people are going to stop going to movie theaters. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I mean, he always says for a certain kind of movie, but it's like, I mean, I guess for the foreseeable future, but... Yeah, I mean... I don't pe- think big, bo- like, nonstop blockbusters are sustainable either. I wonder who... you know who wants to see Skinamarink? Yeah, I do. You know people who did, or you wanted to? No, I know someone who oh, did. Okay. I, I only heard about it recently. Oh, really? You've kept a kept a loof of Skinamarink? Slightly. Yeah. Why is it really? Yeah, I don't know. This time of year, I'm really in a blackout for movies. It's one of those. I guess it's one of those like really internet um, core movies where, I mean, it leaked online like mm. a few months ago, and that's when people started watching it, mm-hmm. and then it got like a like a some buzz from that now it's like going to be streaming on shutter oh by the way the show's called movie facts now yeah well i think we said that last episode i don't think we did anyway what <laughs> did were you, you saying about again? no i didn't oh, okay oh i don't know i now that i'm hearing more reviews of it because more people are seeing it um for one it sounds like a, a substandard theatrical experience how so uh like i like you could just watch it at home Listen, I'm just quoting a pot another podcast that reviewed it, but it's yeah, it sounds like it'd be a better at home watching experience. Plus, um, it doesn't really sound like a movie to me, and also, not to 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 quote a different review, not to get all Martin Scorsese about it, but it doesn't really seem like a movie as far as I understand movies to be. I heard it's like seventy percent picked. Close-ups of doors and windows. That's that was the impression I got, and then like the audio is, um, it's a lot of like mumbling and whispering. So, but I, it it's also has like a grainy, um, 
like a white noise type situation going on. Like where the movie it, White Noise? No. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, David got excited for a second. No, I was just, no, I, I, well, I didn't get excited. I was just, <laughs> I thought that's what you were talking about. And like, um. Hey. Like the, the audio is cranked up so high that you just hear like the gain, like the feedback, like white noise type thing. I gotcha. So I don't know. Um, I kind of don't don't care about that movie. I won't see it. I might watch it if it when it comes to streaming. Um, I gotta go to the movie because I do have access to the Shutter. However, I do not pay for it. I don't think I've been in a movie theater since we saw The Fableman. Singular Fableman. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, but no, you really? Yeah. Hmm. It's been a month. Um, it's been over a month, I think. What it was, it was like beginning of December, late November, probably beginning of December, I think. Yeah, well, I was working six days for a while. Right. And then I just haven't had the energy. Fair. I've watched movies. Yeah. So have I. But not in the theater. I watch a lot of. You, you I ever make w- a list of stuff I catch up on? I gotta catch up on. I want to see. Mm. Happening. Oh, yeah. Girl's picture looks kind of cool. Girl's picture? It's a foreign language. I was looking at, like, the top scored movies from Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, yeah. What is happening again? I've heard of this movie. It's like an abortion Oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, speaking of Brady Snellis. Yeah. One of his top 12 of the year. There was another one that he talked about. He talked about Miracle, which sounded kind of dope. Yeah. That did sound kind of good. Romanian movie. They didn't like his description where he's like, the failed state of socialism. Oh, that's when he was talking about Triangle of Sadness, I thought. Oh. That's more what that movie's about. I mean, I, I guess I haven't seen Miracle, but... Is Triangle of Sadness about socialism? Kind of. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's about, like, socioeconomic class. Oh, it's like, is it against socialism? No. Okay. It's not, no. I'd say it's pro. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, but it's not, like, really good of a movie. No? I don't know. I didn't really like it. I think we talked about it already a little bit on here. I don't think so. I've actually never heard a real person say Triangle of Sadness live and in the flesh. Oh, yeah. I've only heard about it online. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) I gotta drink water. Another podcast I like did an appearance on... uh, Joe Rogan experience and uh, I don't like Joe Rogan experience but I do want to hear what they had to say on there mm-hmm. at one point Joe Rogan says it's so easy to become dehydrated dude you should actually be drinking water like all the time mm-hmm. it's like that's probably groundbreaking information to most of his fan base <laughs> <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Joe Rogan's uh, sweeping into like the, the Tumblr self help uh, yeah drink know. water yeah. Bro, I know you want to be drinking Mountain Dew all the time, and I like it too. Mountain Dew and whiskey, if you're trying it together, it's really good. <laughs> but you got to be drinking water, dude. You're not going to be a kickboxing champion if you're not drinking water. What does Mountain Dew and whiskey look like? I don't know. It's green and brown. It's sludge. Yeah, so probably like gray. <laughs> it's a gray liquid. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Um, That's called the Silver Surfer. Man, 
You if know. I wasn't already planning on drinking a beer as soon as we're done with this, <laughs> I would try one. Uh, okay. What else is there I got to see? Babylon I still want to see. Yeah, I can describe Babylon, too. No, you don't have to do that. I want to see it. <laughs> Blonde. We still got to review that 90s show. I like movies. I like movies, too. All right, describe Blonde to me. Uh, I don't know. Some, fuck, <laughs> some fucking shit happens. <laughs> Alright, describe Babylon. Uh, I mean, it's basically like if if you've seen Boogie Nights, you've seen Babylon. Dan, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. There's an elephant shits on the camera. Dan, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not actually upset. Okay, I was just exhausted by Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, me too. Made me sad. It was exhausting watching it too. It's like it's a real triangle because you watch it, then you're exhausted, then you say it to me, <laughs> and then I'm exhausted. It is a triangle. Now I'm probably gonna watch the movie and be exhausted again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's being released on Criterion next uh, this year. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um. Yeah, let's talk about that '90s show. Yeah. Uh. So I haven't uh, watched it. Well, you haven't watched that '70s show either. Not really. We've covered that. Man, where do I start with this show? Well, I've watched three episodes now, and I would say it's... This is a brand new show, by the way. This just dropped on Netflix. Just dropped, like... Well, I don't know when I'm posting this, but... To, as of today, like two days ago. Yeah. Um, It's not bad, but it's also leaves a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this show... For one, the font kind of sucks for the logo. We'll start from there. Like, that's not exactly... Yeah, what does it remind you of? It's like, uh... It looks more like that 2001 show. Yeah. You know, it doesn't say 90s. How would we describe this? It's like a chalk... It's like, yeah, it's like block letters that are all chalky, and then when it says 90s, it's like... It's got like a... a it looks like... Jizz It, it looks like some cocaine with the... Someone wrote 90s in. Oh, okay, yeah. Um... Which sort of like a bukkake splat. Yeah, or like a whiteout situation and someone carved the nineties in it. Is there like a bukkake scene? In I this? hope not. Okay. But um the yeah, the new circle. <laughs> 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 yeah, the new circle for the nineties show. Uh and it's Fez in the middle. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll get to Fez. Um yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything that's good about this show or enjoyable about the show has more to do with the older, the original cast members on it. Yeah. Like, Red and Kitty are pretty good. Um, I liked Eric and Donna for the one episode they were in. Jackie and Kelso are good. Uh, not, I mean... They were very brief. Fez... I gotta say, I really wondered what they were gonna do with Fez. Um, because Fez in the original series is a full-on sex fest, mm-hmm. and I wondered, are they gonna turn that down for this show? And if anything, they turned it way the hell up. <laughs> like, there's a sequence where I think they made the right choice. Yeah, where uh, a girl is trying to break up with him, and he's she's like, "It's over, over on there. I don't care. I'm flexible." He just keeps hitting on her while she's trying to break up with him. And at one point, he's just sucking on her fingers. Nice. Hmm. He's hornier than ever. And they gave him kind of a Joey Fatone haircut. 
Cool. Um, Leo is back for one episode. He's really into the show The Real World. Yeah. Um, but that's only half the show. The new characters, the kids, that's where they leave a lot to be desired. They're very undefined, I feel like. Yeah. Like, you got Leia, um, the main girl, Eric and Donna's daughter. And she has, like, a clear character. She's just kind of like a nerd. Her Once name is Leia? Yeah. What, it was got a kid named R2-D2 or some shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got a, a, a kid named Lando. It's nice um, noodles. Huh? Oh, I don't know. I was just trying to think of obscure Star, Star Wars characters. Guado fuck ass. There's a character named, yeah, there's a character named Guado in this. Jolie Bindo. Wait. Kalo Nord. What's that Star Wars joke that Dylan always quotes? So like, that's Guapto shoot ass or something. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um... I mean, we were kind of brainstorming, like, ways to make the show better, or, like, what they could have done. Well, we'll to get to that when I'm done. Give it a little edge. Okay. It we doesn't... Just... It seems like, for a 90s show, not very edgy. Right. But no sitcom really is anymore, I guess. True. It From, like, the five minutes, collectively, that they you showed me... They should have made this, like, ten years ago. Yeah. You know, back during the golden age of television. They should have made this 20 years ago, before that 70 show <laughs> was over. It would be cool if they made it in real time. And yeah, there like, really timely references. Came out over 20 years ago. That's crazy. Anyway. 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 Um. <clears throat> Shit, where was I at? Okay, yeah, the kid characters. So you got Leia, Eric, and Anna's kid. She's more like Eric. Um, yeah. Kind of a nerd. Uh, and then the Hyde character is... Uh, lives next door. She's... Like a riot girl kind of lady. She's okay. And then her half-brother... At first, I thought it was supposed to be the Kelso character of the show. He's kind of a big fat dumbass. <coughs> yeah. Um, with a girlfriend out of his league kind of situation. But his girlfriend character really does not have any characteristics. Mm-hmm. Other than she dresses the best out of any of them and has a cool haircut. That's uh I think her name's Nikki. And then um I what well, I thought her you know, Nate, the fat the fat guy mm-hmm. was supposed to be the Kelso character because he's just a dumb a big dumb boob. Yeah. But Kelso's kid is also one of the main characters. This greased up guy we're looking at right now. Yeah. So there's two Kelsos? Kind of. Yeah. They're both just kind of dumb guys. Nice. Both of the, like, <laughs> uh, two out of the three, like, guy characters in this circle are just dumb guys. Except for he's a pretty boy dumb guy and the other one's just a fat dumb guy. And so I... you got pretty dumb, bo- pretty dumb guy and then fat dumb guy. Are there... I think there are just to- in total more kids in the main circle, right, than the original, or am I wrong? Um, I feel like I've well, seen I like got, seven or eight like kids. The the little Chinese gay guy. Yeah. And he's probably maybe the funniest of the characters. Okay. Maybe, but I don't know. He just I think it's just he's the best actor out of all of them. You don't know. He hasn't made any funny jokes. He yet. He hasn't said anything. But he might be the funniest. <laughs> he hasn't said anything. 
He's he's given the show the silent treatment. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of guessing that he's gay. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's he's very fey just from like the minute you showed me of that guy. No, they already revealed that he's gay. Oh, okay. Um, How did they do that? Oh, he just mentions having a boyfriend in Canada. They hard cut. It's they're you know, Red and Kitty are watching TV, just bitching at each other. Hard cut to him, just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I also want to disappointed about is uh, they really toned down Red's uh, uh, insensitivity. Because okay. it would have been funny if uh, there's like a because they had a scene where they're like interacting where he's like art or this episode where they go to the rave. Where, like, they're being secretive about it, but they forget to bring... Oh, the Chinese kid's name's Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't... They forget They forget to grab Ozzy. He just shows up at their house. He's like, why are you dressed like this? Where are the other kids? And, uh... You know, I feel like 20 years ago, they would have totally made Red homophobic towards Ozzy. Sure. He would have said something like, All right, Toji. I'll let you go cruising for sailors. After you tell me where the kids are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a red thing to say. It'd be based on like the, Jack. the 40-ish minutes of that 70s show I've seen. Anyway. But yeah, so like these kids are kind of undefined. Um, other than Ozzy and Leia and I guess the Hyde character, but uh, even she's kind of like Oh, her and her brother are okay. I don't know. The vibe of the show reminds me a lot of, like, every other um, sitcom reboot, like the Fuller House. I, I had to watch an episode of that Yeah, for a you had college to. class, believe oh, it or wow. not. Yeah. I had to write a, a review of it. And it was really, you know, not my thing. I mean, I don't even like Full House to begin with. You know what would be cool? If that 70s show wasn't called that 70s show. What should it be called? Anything else. And hmm. it's just incidental that it takes place in the 70s. What is it called? Huh? What should it be called? It's anything else. Oh, okay, okay. And it's just incidental that it's takes place in the 70s. They ca- call it hanging out. Yeah, they can call <laughs> it the circle. <laughs> they can call it Kelso's the best character. Mm-hmm. Which is true. <laughs> yeah, Let me just, rate all the guys on that 70s show. I imagine just the interpersonal conflict that would cause, though, between the actors. If, like, <laughs> Kelso is the best. Yeah, player. everyone would be like, well, I want to play Kelso. Yeah. Okay, Kelso, he's S tier. Mm-hmm. Eric, I'd put in A tier. I feel like a lot of people don't think about Eric, but he has probably the most interesting storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he he feels like the main character. He is the main character. Oh, okay. That's why his daughter's the main character at this point. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Maybe Fez A tier. And then D tier Hyde. Okay. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. And he's a Scientologist. And he's a Scientologist. And he's a rapist. Yeah. And he tried to steal Eric's girlfriend. In the Honestly, season. let's bump him down to F tier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still better than Randy. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever complained to you about Randy. Oh, you have. Yeah, we kind of covered uh covered that in the last yeah, the that Josh show episodes. Or yeah, Josh Myers, Seth Myers' brother. If you could, if you could believe it, there's a less funnier Myers. 
Uh, back to that 90s show, anyway. Yeah. So this takes place in, like, 95? Yeah, which means that either Donna was pregnant in 1979, which is the last season of the show, or they started fucking the second it turned 1980. Yeah. Because I believe all of these kids are Eric and Donna's. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Oh, you know what? I saw the, the kid who plays um, Ozzy. He was in a horrible movie I watched called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Mm-hmm. Does he play the same character? Basically, yeah. Really? I mean... Dead ass? Probably just a goofy little... On cap? Yeah, On kid. God? Yeah. Yep. On cap, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just checking out the actors in this, see if I've seen them in anything else. Not really... There is a scene where uh, Eric is drinking Zima. Nice. Yeah. I knew you'd like that. There's a scene where Fez walks into the basement with like a 24-pack of Zima. He's like, all right, kids, let's hang out for a while. Let's hang out down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, it's got that thing to do. He's getting all the kids wasted on Zima. Yeah. Oh, nice. Tommy Chong shows up. Yeah, like I said, Leo. Oh, that's Leo. I thought yeah. Leo was my bad. I got mixed up. I thought Leo. I thought Leo was their neighbor with the Bob? afro. Yeah. Bob hasn't shown up yet. Oh, that guy's probably dead, huh? I hope not. Uh. Anyway, <clears throat> do we have some improvements yeah, we Bob, want to make to that set? Bob and his show? wife need to show back up. Yeah. Any improvements to that seventy show? No. I'm sorry. That ninety show. What? How can we fix that ninety oh. show? That's what I wanted to get into. Yeah. I want to fix him. I can mm. fix him. Well, they need to make Jay not... They need to make Nate not stupid, give him something else to work. Maybe just make him like a jock or something, which I feel like they were trying to do because in the first episode he's wearing like a Brett Favre jersey. Why is his name pronounced like that? Brett Favre? Yeah. I'm fucking know. The R comes after the V. I'm pissed off about Brett it. Brett Favre? That's what it's spelled like. Brett Favre bean? The, I don't know. There's no reason. I whatever. I don't care about Brett Favre. I don't care either. He should rot in jail. But um, <laughs> I was saying we should introduce. We should get. I mean, this for a '90s show it needs to be edgier. They yeah. got to start like. Yeah, he should be wearing an O.J. Simpson jersey. Yeah, now o- that would be. O.J. Tight. Simpson has to <laughs> come into play at some point. Yeah. Well, it's '95. It's July of '95. So when was? OJ acquitted. I think it was later in '95. Google that right now. Uh, I will. Ask Siri. Siri is the third mic on the show. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Sorry, I saw some potential rock news, but it was actually nothing. If the glove don't fit. You must acquit. I saw some rock news I can get into. Oh, wow. So this this starts up smack dab in the middle of the O.J. Simpson trial. Okay, but when was he acquitted? Um, I guess like October 1995. Okay, so they could still cover it. Actually, the plot of this show is that Leia doesn't actually live in Point Place. Mm. She's from Chicago. That's where the foremans move. Or Eric and Donna, anyway. And... um. 
she's just visiting for the summer is sort of the oh, okay so i'm expecting so we're placing her at the like there's no confirmation that she was not in los angeles in, in los angeles in 1994 <laughs> <laughs> no i i think the part of the show is she I'm needs an alibi. Who is most likely to have actually committed the? Cr- I think Hyde. Oh yeah, is probably the most likely. Would explain his absence. Yeah, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's busy. Yeah, he's on the run. He's the he's Cato Kaling. Mm-hmm. He pulls up in a white Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could weave OJ into there. Weave um. That would be an awesome explanation for why he's on the show. Yeah. You know, all our kids that used to hang out here, I'm not, I couldn't be any more less disappointed than Hyde killing Anna Nicole Simpson, Anna Nicole Simpson, or not <laughs> Nicole Simpson, Nicole Brown Simpson, and uh, that Ron Goldsmith fella, and then trapping it on OJ, the greatest running back of all time. Yeah. Maybe Ron Goldsmith <laughs> is actually Leo, or not him, Bob. Yeah. Maybe that's why Bob's not on the show. Something like that. It would be ballsy if there's like actually in this universe Hyde killed uh Nicole Brown Simpson. Yeah. I just think they should have pushed the I mean, if we're not gonna address OJ in the show, maybe push it a couple of years, have a character named Dylan. Dylan C. Not our Dylan C. Different Dylan C. And then uh It's K. They start wearing it's trench coats. Dylan coat. K. Dylan K. Oh, my bad. You know, I got a real problem with the Columbine narrative. Mm-hmm. Everyone always mentions Claybold. Yeah. Who's the other kid even? Eric Harris. Eric. Honestly, Eric. Eric. Yeah, Eric. Listen, the Columbine kids are like Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> and Dylan Claybold is staunchly Art Garfunkel <laughs> to Eric's Paul Simon. And somehow Claybold gets all the attention. <laughs> uh, he's got the more interesting name, I guess. Yeah, but it was all Eric Harris's idea. Hmm. Are we sure his last name's Harris? It's not Foreman. <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't know. Sure. But yeah, I'm. I'm not uh, making any. I'm not trying to say anything about the cast of that '70s show or the characters. I'm trying it. to say something about Columbine. Okay, go off. Kane. It was Eric Harris's idea, and he has been erased. I just had to say that. As a as a combine stand, I had to uh, set the record straight. <laughs> I'm saying, casually, they just start like one of them's like shows up in a trench coat. He's like, "Guys, what do you think of this?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's kind of cool." And then, like slowly over the course of the series, they start listening to Marilyn Manson. Yep, Marilyn Manson maybe makes a cameo. Even yeah, let's so really push the boundaries. He gives them the idea. You know, it was actually all Marilyn Manson's idea. Mm-hmm. Let's get this show as edgy as possible. Yeah. Um, freaking! They all start wearing trench coats. They start complaining about like school and the way they're treated. Mm-hmm, even though they're not treated that badly. Maybe they play computer games. Doom. They're big into Doom and KMFDM. They start passing. Yeah, they start passing around the controller. They get into guns. They start reading Soldier of Fortune. Yeah, that's when Red they start finding Red. <laughs> that's Red. when Red starts to really connect with the kids. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, all right, interested in guns, huh? <laughs> You know, I thought you were a bunch of slack-jawed dumbasses. <laughs> he starts wearing a duster also. <laughs> yeah. Kitty, it just makes me look good. 
Kitty, I want to fuck you in the duster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what hey, that's like, about all I had. Yeah, have sex in a trench coat. Hmm. Kind of pr- maybe provides a nice like covering. Maybe. You won't get cold. I wonder if the Undertaker's ever pulled that move. Maybe if you get a really big duster, you can both fit in there. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, we can talk about something else. Okay, yeah. I watched the first four Star Trek movies. In a row? Yeah. Star what? Trek the Motion Picture? Dog. Star Trek Rathacon? <laughs> Dog. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I don't know. You haven't seen that video? It's like some like really like geeked up like uh, college football player. And he's like, yeah, we got a real great, great squad going on. You know, we got Michael Crawford. Dog. <laughs> we got Jim Smith. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You like the first one? Uh, yeah, I do. It's not the best one. Yeah. Um, but I kind of liked it. I mean, I was high when I watched it, so that might have had something to do with it. And there's a lot of cool colors. But um, yeah, that one makes me sleepy. Wrath of Khan is probably the best one. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I think three and four. Are, three is good. Four is a little better. Is three the search for Spock? Yeah. Okay. I think that one's really good too. Yeah. Kind of simple. They're searching for Spock. Yeah. Do they find him? Have you seen it? No. Wait. Yeah, I think so, but I can't remember. That's the one where um, Jet Planet Genesis plays a big role, where like Spock dies at the end of Rathacon, as you remember. Yeah. And then in three, he's shot off to the. Sp- um, it, it's like revealed like his his papa comes in and he's like, only Spock's body died. His spirit lives on, mm-hmm. and he's on his spirit. It's like there's like a boy Spock on Planet Genesis. Yeah. And he's growing rapidly, and. Uh, they have to go to Planet Genesis to save him because the planet's going to explode because yeah. the planet is also aging rapidly. But um, while they're traveling, like, they uh, hijack their I'm sorry, ship. can I just say real quick, I fucking hate when planets explode. Yeah, it kind of stinks. Anyway. Um, fucking bites when that happens. Yeah, it says I've watched it on Letterboxd. Like, I'm looking at my letterbox. It says I... Apparently have watched it, but I really don't remember anything about it. Okay. Well. I do remember him being, like, launched out of a pod, right? Yeah, that's at the end of the first, the second one. Oh, okay. But, uh. <clears throat> where was I going with this? You're explaining the plot of Search for Spock. Yeah. But then they, like, they're, like, on their way there to, against Enterprise, or against the uh, Starfleet commands, so, like. They're in deep shit, and they're—I think they're all in. No, they're not in street clothes. Like they were, do they do like streetwear in that? I think I think they might they're actually. They're wearing like rugby shirts and. They're. I think in three and four they wear a lot of street clothes, which is cool. They do a lot of shirts with like a big graphic design on the back, and then like a tiny one on the front pocket. No. Oh, okay. It's more like uh, leather jackets and. Vague 80s outfits. They're looking kind of like um, the cast of The Sopranos. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Or um, Fila's. Fila track suits. Fila slides. Gold chains. Kirk's They're, wearing Adidas slides the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally losing his shoe. <laughs> 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 um, no, what was I saying? Uh, anyway, but the Klingons are around and they like catch wind of what Genesis is and they want that. Yeah. Uh, so they're trying to they meet they all go to Planet Genesis and there's like a, a showdown. They hear that um the Star Trek Enterprise has all of the Genesis <laughs> records and they want to listen to those. There here's the Sega Genesis on Planet Genesis they're trying <laughs> to cop. 
Isn't there a Star Trek movie? Star, isn't there a Star Trek series called Star Trek Genesis? I don't know. Okay. There's the original Next yeah. Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, and then Discovery, which sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, what else did you watch? Anything cool? Star Trek Four. Um, play it. Uh, play Misty for me. Yeah, what's that one? What? That Clint Eastwood directed that, right? He did, yeah. And he's in it. And he's in it. Okay. And he gets pussy. Which always. I can't believe that. <laughs> um. I like that. <laughs> that's just an essential part of every movie he's made. He's, where it's like first the, thing I gotta get some strange. Doesn't yeah. It doesn't matter if he's pushing ninety. Clint's gotta get some snatch. He's gonna get late at some point. Yeah. Um. He gets two pussies in this one. Oh, okay. Um, it it's you've seen Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. Same movie, basically. <laughs> same exact, beat for beat, basically the same movie. Now, who plays the uh quote unquote crazy bitch in this one? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's like you. There is there. Yeah, like you said, there was an entire subgenre of bitches crazy, be crazy. Yeah, bitches be crazy and uh. <laughs> And men are rational as hell. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, they men just, having an affair are rational. They just fall, you know, like they get exploited, basically. Yeah, for their uh, how their good natured, uh, strong dickedness. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so the plot of this one is a little different than Fatal Attraction, only in that Clint is not in a relationship at the beginning of the movie. Okay. He's hung up on an ex girlfriend who's out of town. Oh, all right. So he's a radio DJ. He plays like cool jazz music. He, he, it's a, it takes place in Northern California, which is a pretty cool setting. Mm-hmm. Not exactly San Francisco. Somewhere, I guess, by Big Sur. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, claims to be playing a radio DJ. That's interesting. Yeah, like a hippie too. Yeah. Huh. Wait, what year did this come out? Seventy one. Seventies. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think it's. I he's, think Jessica Walter. He's like a Blue Note enthusiast. Yeah, so he's like a nighttime DJ. Mm-hmm. He reads poetry on the air, which is kind of fucking lame, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, Clint really work <laughs> working against, or uh, what's that called? He he's, reads Milk and Honey on the air. He's kind of his own worst enemy in this movie. I got a reading here for you tonight from Milk and Honey by Ari Zinn. Um, hope. Was it good though? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Hmm. There's a really cool, like, kind of like handheld scene of them at a jazz festival. Wow! So this really leans into the jazz thing. Yeah, but that scene's really cool. I I really liked the way that was done. Why is the movie called that? Well, I'm about to get to it. He's a DJ, and he has this one caller that keeps calling in this woman who just asked for him to play this song, Misty for her like she's called every night asking for it and uh he goes i guess then like the first like 15 to 10 minutes of the movie he gets off at the radio show and him being a nighttime dj they really don't explain time of day when he's leaving yeah so it's like kind of dark and he goes to a bar so it's like so bars are still open i guess mm-hmm. there's only one other there's like a woman at the end of the bar and uh um Clint ends up taking her home, and it turns out she is the uh, the woman who's been calling in, asking him to play Misty. Yeah. 
and uh, she's like his biggest fan. She listens every night. Mm-hmm. They hook up. Uh, he leaves the next day. Like he's getting some work done, and she just shows up. And is like, hey, wanted to make a steak for you. And she just becomes, you know, starts showing up everywhere he is and is like stalking him, kind of offering to make a mistake yeah. every time. Interesting. It's like he's like, well, how do you like your steak? He's like, first of all, I have a phone. <laughs> you can call it. <laughs> and second of all, very rare. <laughs> does he let her make a mistake? She does. Okay. He does. Um, and then, like. I know, he's starting to get weirded out by her, but then simultaneously his ex-girlfriend he finds out is back in town. And she's actually been in town the whole time. Oh, staying wow. with there's a scene where uh it's revealed that she's been staying with her gay at her uh GBF's house. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, he's given Clint some real guff. So Clint's like, Listen, JJ, why don't you go cruise some sailors or something? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. Anyway, he's trying to get back with her. You know, they start, you know, talking again. And uh, the same time, Evelyn, the crazy bitch, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> psycho bitch, <laughs> Evelyn, keeps like, you know, stalking him and yeah. like keep trying to get. She, he tries to break it off many times. Then you know where that's going. She tries mm-hmm. to kill herself. Oh, so yeah. literally the veil attraction scene, uh, and it just escalates. Uh, Evelyn kills Clint's housekeeper, or doesn't kill her, but almost kills her. There's a scene where like Clint comes home and like his house has been trashed, and the housekeeper is being carted off, and she's like, "You know, I'm gonna charge you extra for next week." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, and Evelyn's arrested. But there's a plot point they keep talking about with, like, Clint's girlfriend where it's like, every week your house is like a revolving door. You got a new roommate, a new roommate, new roommate. And there's a new roommate by the end of the movie that they don't show until the end, and it's Evelyn. She got out of jail. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, big showdown at the house where Clint is cut up a bunch of times by her and then just gives her a swift punch to the jaw, sends her out the window and over a balcony into the fucking ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's such it's a- the first time he ever gets... Because there's like a lot of scenes where it's like, is Clint going to like hit her or something? Like, mm-hmm. He's got a real, I'm going to have to hit this uh, psycho yeah. bitch energy right now. That's such a Clint Eastwood thing to do in <laughs> yeah. a movie. That's, all, that's not awesome, but yeah, that is... I'd expect no less from that guy. Yeah. It's okay. I don't know. I might like Fatal Attraction more just for nostalgia. Yeah. God, I just, I don't really, I just really don't like that movie. Fatal Attraction? I mean, this is a genre. It's not very good. Yeah. Because then there's also, uh. Basic Instinct. No, I don't think, I was thinking about this. I don't think Basic Instinct really fits. Disclosure. Disclosure does. Yeah, a good uh, chunk of Michael Douglas movies. Yeah, but Basic Instinct, not so much. Mm-hmm. Because Sharon Stone isn't, you know, unhinged. She's pretty calculating, and mm. she's using Michael Douglas. She's not in love with Michael Douglas. Yeah. If anything, it's kind of a role reversal. Michael Douglas is obsessed with her. Yeah. <laughs> So I married an axe murderer. Mm-hmm. 
there was that one with Beyonce and Idris Elba. Austin Powers gold member? I think it's the longest yard. No. Um <laughs> I it's like more possession. like the craziest bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real classic crazy bitch poster. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 um there's, yeah. a, there's a really funny scene in Play Misty for me where uh so part of it is Clint's like working on like getting a a bigger show. And yeah. there's like an old woman who's like his uh who's like trying to hire him. Mm-hmm. So he goes to a uh interview with her uh at a restaurant and they're talking and then Evelyn shows up and is like, Huh? See, you're you're trying to fuck this old bitch. Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to fuck this old bitch. Yelling at her, so he like grabs her up by the arm and like drags her out of the uh, the restaurant and like throws her in a cab. And he comes up to the cab driver. He's like, "Get her out of here, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at. I'm sorting by the '90s on Letterbox for movies I've seen from uh, this particular genre. What did we got? Hmm. Toy Story Two. No. Um. American Beauty. Is that uh kind of like that? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one's in love in that movie. Maybe like. And no one's uh, really a killer either. Except for one character. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot less... Uh, oh, Clay Pigeons is kind of like that, I guess. There's a lot less, like, uh, coming up than Obsessed. I expected. Oh, Wild Things is a big one. Yeah. That's a landmark film in that genre, for sure. That movie's so stupid. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Obsessed is the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. From 2009. Directed by Steve Schill. What an unfortunate last name. Steve what? Shill? <laughs> Shill. Uh, yeah. But uh, I've been watching... I watched some movies this week, too. I watched Shrek 2. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know why you thought it'd be uh, a masterpiece or something. I just heard it was the best of the Shrek movies, and... uh it's fine. Noodle, come on, man. You're sitting all weird. There is an incredible joke in which it's when the giant gingerbread man's walking through the city mm-hmm. and a whole group of people runs out of a Starbucks, whatever the Starbucks parody thing is. <laughs> They're like, ah, and they run across the street into a different Starbucks. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Great commentary on capitalism and yeah. consumerism. On capitalism. I on do- cap. I kind of like the acidification potion. Donkey get, becomes like a sexy horse. The fairy godmother is really annoying. Puss in Boots is introduced in that movie, which is cool. I don't really like, I realize, I don't think I like any Shrek characters besides like Puss in Boots, Donkey, and I guess kind of like the fairy, the gang of fairy tale characters. Mine is, I don't really like Gingerbread Man, but I like kind of like Pinocchio. You don't like Lord Farquaad? Um, he's only in the first one. Hmm. 
I kind of like the three, the three blind mice too. Yeah, they're okay. You don't like Shrek? Yeah, I don't know. He's okay. He's so grumpy, you know. He's like um. I just I don't Mike Myers bugs me now. I don't think I like him anymore. Really? I like Wayne's World, but that's about it. Wayne's World's awesome. Wayne's World's a very good movie. As far as Wayne's World too, I I don't I don't know. See Wayne's World? That's a Chicago thing. Yeah. Okay. It, it's true. It's more of an Aurora thing, actually. I just think where's Aurora in relation to Chicago? It's really close. Okay. Um, I just am more of a Garth person in general. I think. See, I'm more of a Rob Lowe kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. What's that? I like that scene in Wayne's World too, where Wayne's about to have sex. He's like, "You got any Megadeth?" (laughs) What else did I watch? I watched Strange Days. You know this movie? No. It's a Catherine. It's another nineties movie. It's a Catherine Bigelow movie. I've only seen Near Dark and Point Break. Honestly, ever those are the only probably movies her I best. Know. Probably her best two movies. I was capping earlier. I only I've only ever seen Near Dark and Point Break. Not as playing. <laughs> well, you haven't seen The Hurt Locker. No, yeah, no, everybody. Sounds dumb. It does sound dumb. It sounds like one of those really stupid 2000s prestige movies. Yeah. Speaking of, Jeremy Renner, I think he's going to lose his legs. I know we've been kind of keeping... That's been a... Is he going to become like a Blade Runner? ...thread in our last few episodes. I don't know. I guess we'll see. He's going to have those flippers? (laughs) Yeah. he, He did not look so good in the photos I saw of him in the hospital. I think... I'm confused about what happened exactly. I think he may have ran himself over with a snowplow. Like uh, Anton Yelkin? Uh, that, that that definitely came to mind, but I don't think it's exactly like that. kind of sucks Anton Yelkin died. I mean, it definitely sucks that he died. Yeah, it does. I liked him. Yeah, he's a good actor. I don't really dislike him in anything that I can think of. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really seen the Star Trek re- remake movies. I liked those as a, I mean those got me into Star Trek. Oh, okay, nice. Um And Green Room is really good. Green Room's really good. He was in that movie Thoroughbreds, which I think was his last movie. He was okay in that. Oh, that's that like that movie that's tagline was American Psycho means Fight Club. Right? Was it? I think so. Oh my god, it's nothing like that. Or maybe it was that. American Psycho meets American Beat. What it's does that American even mean? Psycho. Remember that awful follow up song? <laughs> that song sucks, dick. I'm an American. I'm an American. Psycho. <laughs> you think they listen back? Like, what do you think the listen back set, set stage was like? I think anyone in that room was like, please delete this. That's some rock news, actually, if you want to dip into rock news real quick. Sure. Joe Troman of Fall Out Boy, arguably the least important member of Fall Out Boy, is taking a mental health break. I thought you were going to say something like he's an anti-vaxxer or something. Oh, no, no. No. He's taking a mental I got some rock news, too. If anyone was an anti-vaxxer in Fall Out Boy, it would probably be Pete Wentz. Probably. Or Andy Hurley. I mean, he's like a straight-edge vegan guy. I mean, it was like he might kind of cross over into the uh, holistic territory. Probably not. Speaking of... Anti-vaxxers. I was I was googling one. The one anti uh, there's one anti-vaxxer I think about a lot. That's John Stockton. Who's that? 
NBA Hall of Famer, point guard, former point guard for the Utah Jazz. Okay. He referred to wearing a mask as like putting up a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. Nice. That, that's that's a funny analogy. He's the guy who said that 150 athletes have died since getting the vaccine. Yeah, one of those died suddenly people. Yeah. Um, God, that's so. I think about him a lot just because it's like he was a good player. I like the cultural resonance that former athletes seem to have in American culture. How so? Just that it's like, okay, so you're like, I don't know. I just wish more athletes were like, I'm going to make my money and I'm going to retire and spend the next 40 years like. In solitude? Just chilling. Yeah. Well, you can't. Chilling. It's probably, I mean. Gambling, whatever. You got to kind of keep making money sort of thing. Like. Sure. Like, uh, you know, you think you're just going to retire at age 40 and be done working. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't always work that way. Yeah, I get those sponsorship deals. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, so that's got to be like the only, like, that's is that like his only like, sort of stupid thing? Because it seems like no one really like. The thing about athletes is like you can say whatever and pretty much would be just be like, well, we're not really gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about him as a player. Mm-hmm. Um. I was like, so certainly, is that, like, his only, like, has he been, like, a quiet guy other than this, and, like, yeah. then suddenly? Wait, is this rock news? No, I got some rock news. Okay. But I was just thinking about this, and then I got, uh, I looked it up, let's, oh, right here. Report, jazz all-timer, John Stockton, writes letter to D.C. court vouching for January 6th rioter. So it's like, oh, no, he's just a... Uh, Full on red pilled now. Yeah, it's more of a jazz news. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my rock news was I saw this like this story. Maybe you heard about this. This like, Canadian woman mm-hmm. who was coming home from a Marilyn Manson concert recently. No, this was a few years ago. Okay. Um. W- was driving drunk mm-hmm. and crashed into a house. That set and then like hit the furnace or something. It caused an explosion that blew up four more houses next to that house. Mm-hmm. She survived. No one died. There were injuries, but no one died. And now is suing the venue for overserving her. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Saying like, you know, it's really irresponsible that they just kept giving me drinks, and then made me drive my car. <laughs> yeah. What was you listening to? When she blew up those houses. I'm trying to think. Probably, uh, it was like, uh, that scene in, uh, <laughs> Wet Out American Summer. She's listening to Daniel. I can't believe no one died. That's, that's incredible. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. Live to sue the venue about it. Yeah, it's one of those situations where I'm, I'm assuming, like, she has spent some time being like, you know, I just haven't had closure about this. I need to take legal action to uh, feel better about this whole thing. So she's capitalizing the fact that no one sued her yet? Yeah. How did she not get sued first? That's a good question. Or did she get sued and now is countersuing the venue to make up the money that she's lost from being sued? Mm, yeah, it could be. I know she was ruled uh, unable to drive a vehicle at all. Mm-hmm. For the best, maybe. A little harsh. But, uh, you know, 
I don't know. You don't. I guess Canada is just really strict on drunk driving. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot this was in Canada. Yeah, maybe that's why she wasn't sued. Yeah, because she was. Drunk. They were like, "Oh, well, it's okay." Well, she was drunk. She wasn't in a right state of mind. Like, oh, you know, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, we've all done this. <laughs> <laughs> Four houses are blown up in Canada a night <laughs> <laughs> because they keep landmines that only detonate when drunk drivers drive over them. Yeah, or it's in uh, Ottawa, or is it Alberta? I think it was British Columbia. In in Alberta, how they don't have any rats, they're just like dropping bombs. Like they see a rat and they like detonate a TNT or something. They don't have rats in Alberta. I believe it's Alberta. I don't remember which. I think that's the province. Yeah, no, there's a province in Canada where they um. Why don't they just say state? Have exterminated every single rat basically in the whole province. And continue to wage a war on rats. And it's like, if you see a rat and don't kill it, that's like a criminal offense. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's fucking stupid. Uh, there's an episode of Joe Pira Talks with you about it. <clears throat> I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's a terrible law. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Got like a recommendation for this week? Oh, other rock news, David Crosby died. Yeah. And it was David Lynch's birthday. He died on his birthday? I don't know. It was his birthday recently though. I forgot to email him a happy birthday like I do every year. He's never gonna talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Well he doesn't he usually says, Who is this? Please stop emailing <laughs> me. Who is this? <laughs> stop emailing. I usually send him a video of, of his house that I took <laughs> as the attachment. Yeah. Every year it's a different angle of his house. <laughs> um, uh, I like that Simpsons clip of David Crosby, though. The one, uh, There's a couple, but like the one I like is when, I don't remember what episode it is, where they're like at the Grammys or whatever. Like Homer's band with Barney in it. Or like, oh no, is it the one where they're the acapella group maybe? Or like the barbershop quartet? Beats me. David Crosby, you're my hero! Oh, you like my music? You're a musician? (laughs) 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 You know, if we ever do merch, you know that album cover of Simon and Garfunkel walking in profile? Like, Uh, Paul Simon's leading and then Garfunkel's behind him? I think so, yeah. T-shirt of that, but it's Eric Harris leading and then Dylan Claybold behind him. (laughs) Harrison Cleveland. <laughs> um, gosh, I wanted to talk about Greenberg because I watched that the other night. Oh yeah, yeah. How was it? It's okay. How would you rank it? Uh, somewhere in the middle, I guess. I was thinking yesterday. It's top three. I'm a big top three guy. Yeah. Probably Francis Ha Marriage Story and Squid and the Whale. It's not a bad top three. I'm I'm about to rewatch Squid and the Whale, so I'll let you know what I think about that when I watch it again. But uh, yeah, Greenberg is not as it's not as good as any of those. It's, this this is sort of the um, uh, uh, turns the crazy bitch genre on its head, where it's the crazy fella genre. Yeah. Crazy bastard genre, I guess. Does the woman uh, punch him in the? The jaw, and he goes out the window, then over a balcony, <laughs> then into the ocean. No, I wish someone did that to Greenberg. Do you want to watch this the the last clip of uh, 
play MST for me? <laughs> yeah, sure. Not right now, but... Oh, like, well, yeah. After this. Um, yeah. Well, maybe once I've watched Squid and the Whale, we can talk more about Noah Baumbach in the yeah. next episode. Because I got some, like... I did some diving on his personal... I mean, the Greenberg is, like, the starting point for a whole, like, personal drama that unfolds in his life. Yeah, with Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'll get into that next episode. Okay. Um, just remind me. But uh, recommendation-wise, I watched Daddy Long Legs again this week. I haven't uh, seen this. And that movie fucking... It's so Do you good. have it on DVD? Uh, yeah, I have the Blu-ray. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Okay. Um, honestly, I'd highly recommend anyone who likes the safety, like Uncut Gems or Good Time. Um, the Criterion release <coughs> for Daddy Long Legs is really, really good. Like, I all the special features... Like all of them are good. Um, it's cool. They have a new. Most of it's stuff that was maybe on the old DVD or just like there's a couple short films from them, um, or promo stuff they did, which was kind of cool. Like Benny Safdie, like walked around New York wearing like a, a sandwich board, saying like, uh, "This is a movie." Like just just like making people aware of Daddy Long Legs. Yeah. And uh, they edit together a little clip of like him promoting it. Just like on the subway, just walking around. There's a part where a guy shoves him. But <laughs> he's just so like cute and innocuous, being like, "Hey, hey!" Just handing out flyers. Like, this is a movie. Come see it. That's pretty cool. I saw that Lenny Cook was on YouTube in full. I wonder if it's still up. Oh, nice. I kind of like Lenny Cook. It's not my favorite of yeah. theirs, but you know, while we're still recording, are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. I still got. I got one complaint. Yeah. Because Lenny Cook's a basketball movie. Yeah, a basketball movie made it on Brady Snellis's top ten, Hustle, yeah. which I didn't I liked, but I didn't expect it to be that high on his list. No, I mean I remember when he talked about it on that one episode. He was like having an emotional like unraveling, <laughs> talking, <laughs> describing what happens by the end of the movie, and yeah, I was really annoyed. He kept calling the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers the Philadelphia Raiders. <laughs> yeah, he did keep doing that. <laughs> How the fuck did like, <laughs> that was pretty funny? How do you not r- refresh yourself on the plot of the movie? How do you get Raiders out of Seventy Sixers? Yeah, for someone, he's California brand. That's the only explanation. Yeah, and also considering that he has such a fixation on the Eagles and has been like misunderstood that he's talking about the Philadelphia Eagles a bunch yeah. of times. It's like you think he would know something about Philadelphia sports teams, but I don't right, know. and or just that the Raiders are. One of the most known sports teams in sports. Everyone knows it's a football team. Yeah. Why would there be a basketball team also called the Raiders? <laughs> I like that we're bookending uh, this episode <laughs> talking, complaining about Brady Sinellis. Yeah. It's, um, it's it's nothing serious. It's just, you know, r- you r- know it pissed me off. Yeah. Real quick, though, my laptop is going to die in a minute. Yeah. Um, movie recommendation. Something you watched this week that you you have... Maybe the favorite thing you you watched this week? Uh, Star Trek Four. All right. Yeah, just if you haven't seen the other three, cut right to four. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. 